coming up, a whole slew full of information about Halloween Horror Nights 28 has been announced. So we're going to do our God's given purpose and talk about it. From the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is episode 177 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams, and today I am joined alongside by my co-host, Mr. Rhino Clavin. Hello. Hello. Greetings. Welcome to this Bienvenue. week's episode. Yes, and all all of that above. Uh, today, we have a really fun episode for you. For those listening and watching, I apologize. You can clearly tell that something is a bit off with me. Mm. I am feeling a little bit under the weather, uh, and I, so uh, that's not really helping anything Uh, i had to do the daily fix earlier and i don't i just messed all of that up i started with thinking that it was a day earlier i thought it was june 6th when it's june 7th and uh on top of that too then i think i put out incorrect information about literally the topic that we're talking about today yeah but what are you gonna do yeah you know it's uh like alanis morissette saying you live you learn yeah I I will live and learn. So, but yeah. So I apologize if uh, no. this, this this episode's uh, probably going to be another one of those ones. It's a little bit on the shorter side, and it's going to be probably a lot of nonsense because I am like, uh, I'm just I'm not feeling it today. I'm not I'm not feeling it. But I'm going to do my best anyways to push on through. And uh, you know, it is about my favorite event, Halloween Horror Nights. So I feel like that at least is going to motivate me to really, really uh, give this the. Attention it deserves and needs but yeah so we got lucky uh pulling pulling the curtain back something that we don't usually do normally we do pre-record our episodes as we always joke about happens on monday or tuesday and the news uh comes out on wednesday or thursday and then thursday isn't it (laughs) yeah it's um it is it is thursday that we are finally recording this we've i didn't get back from paris until uh monday night at like seven o'clock. So I missed our Monday recordings on Tuesday. I was just, I was beat from travel. So I didn't get to do it then. Yesterday, I thought we were going to be able to sneak in our question and answer episode that everyone sent in questions for. Uh, next week. Next week. Next week. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, this week ended up happening with, uh, with, with this announcement. And I was like, well, we haven't recorded yet. We could do the question and answer show, or we could actually be relevant for once and release a show right as news comes out. So, yeah. uh, you know, unfortunately, we are going to Universal right after this. So it's not even like it will go up until later tonight, but that's not going to change our thoughts and opinions. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yes, indeed. So, okay, let's talk about the announcement. Halloween Horror Nights 28. Did I say Horror Did nights. I say Horner Nights? I think you say you said Horror Nights. So, I just want to make it clear. I oh, Horror. Yeah, but the streets are clean. I, I think we always know that I I cannot say that word. So, It's it is a hard. It is a Halloween Horror Night. Yeah. Horror Night. Horror Night. It's yeah. like you don't really enunciate the separate parts of the 
Yeah, it all just blends together. But uh, we horror. Yeah, I'm just going to say HHN for the rest of this show, just for the little kiddies ears out there. Uh, let's be honest, your kids aren't watching this. They don't care. But uh, Halloween Horror Nights 28, geez, I just said I was only going to say HHN from now on. <laughs> uh, so far, we've had a couple bit of announcements for it. Uh, the first one, the best one, was that Stranger Things was being announced for the event this year, uh, mm-hmm. the one that kicked off all the excitement. And then right after that, we got a very strange announcement the one that I forgot about earlier when I was discussing it, uh, we actually got our second house announcement in the form of an original house, and that was Dead Exposure. And uh, I just had completely forgot about it. And then finally, the third house announcement was Trick or Treat. But uh, yeah, so we we got all of that information before. And then today, uh, they had a whole slew full of information and the first big one is that halloween horror nights 28 will have more houses than ever before what's up with that i think it's uh just a nice surprise honestly but they have they said how many yes oh yeah there will be only seeing the thing that says (laughs) point on ever uh yeah uh, well you're not reading our site that's why uh there's going to be 10 houses this year Previously before, uh, there was only nine houses, and previous to that, I can't remember which year they switched over to the nine-house format. It's all been in the past five years, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But, uh, yeah, ten houses, all inside Universal Studios floor. Oh, they're not even jumping over the other park, huh? No, no, Hmm. no. It's it's all going to be right in there. So, uh, obviously, we know the nine places based on last year where they can put all those houses. So then the next question comes into play. Where is the 10th house? Fast and furious. No, but there's no way there's only the queue. I was like, they can use the queue over there, but yeah, it's see like back in the day they used they used to use the disaster queue as one of the houses, but, uh, that was, they were able to still make that attraction work with a little bit of a section of the queue while using the larger part with fast and furious. I can't move those cars. Yeah. That's that, that has a big impact on it. So it's, I guess that's the question and I'm sure someone else knows about it and I'll probably read about it after we record this, but that's the first big question on that. But 10 houses, that means we still have seven houses left to go. But on top of that, they confirmed something that we finally backed off on after the trick or treat announcement. Mm -hmm. And that is, that Universal has officially announced that this year's event will be inspired by the 80s. So that works still, as we've said before, with Stranger Things. It works with Dead Exposure because that's taking place in Paris in 1982. Uh, And it works with some of the things we'll talk about later on in this show. But as far as Trick or Treat, I guess... Um, since it's not, the theme isn't straight up the eighties since it's saying it's inspired by the eighties, I guess I can give a pass on that because I, I do see a little bit of that. I, a lot of trick or treat feels like it's inspired by some of those great slasher films of the eighties with, um, with a nightmare on Elm street. Mm -hmm. And it feels like it's a, a newer a newer Halloween version of all of those. So I guess, I guess you could argue that it does, it, it could fit into that category, but yeah, that's, that is super exciting that, uh, we, we finally do have that confirmation on the eighties, uh, because it just, that was such a great era in 
in these scary movies. So I know oh, I know sure. the '90s was pretty redonk with with things like Scream. Scream. And I know what you did last summer. Well, not so much that one. Uh, the Faculty. Oh yes. <laughs> Femke Jensen and uh, uh, Josh Hartnett and who, who's the Hobbit? Oh, Elijah Wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But that's a house I'd love to see one. There's day. other famous people in that movie too. It's oh, like yeah. every year somebody from the faculty becomes famous, so like it just continually rolls over to being better and better. Yeah, wasn't the uh, the guy who played the T1000 in Robert Term- Patrick? Yeah, I think he was in the faculty as well too. I'm actually, going to look it up right um, now. What we're talking about. Yeah, it, it has nothing to do with this. I don't think they're announcing the faculty. Hey, what if they have a faculty house some year and you'll be like, remember that show we did? That's where you can get your oh. resources on the faculty. Oh, I am. I will be pumped out of my mind if they ever make a faculty house that was um that was one of my favorite movies of that time period it might have even been in 2000 but i want to say that was 99 1998 98 uh, because i remember disturbing behavior was right around that mm-hmm. era too jordana brewster clea duvall oh, wow josh hartnett you said uh oh. selma hayek mk jensen um B.B. Newworth was in it. Robert Patrick. Yeah. Usher. I forgot about Usher. Oh, yeah. He's like one of the main kids, isn't he? John Stewart was in it. Elijah oh, Wood. Oh, I remember John Stewart. Jeez. Yeah. Guys, we're just turning this podcast into uh, a, a faculty podcast it's, from now on. Every week we'll be talking about this. Danny Masterson. I forgot that he was in that. Tina Rodriguez. I don't know if yeah. I know who that is. We will. This will. Uh, we 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 haven't announced it yet, but we are going to go through a bit of a name change because uh, everything else happening behind the scenes with the disunplugged and uh, the changes between the Walt Disney World and Disneyland Edition podcast. So uh, Universal is going to go away from being a disunplugged Universal Edition show into a new name. So maybe we can become just the faculty appreciation <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I, I would love that, but uh, yeah. No, the audience of like six. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, the the 80s, though, was, while despite the 90s having those classics, like we said, Scream, The Faculty, Disturbing Behavior, the 80s was also just absolutely uh, righteous in its own way. Um, just so, so many good movies, uh, you know, and that was like... That was a great era for all these all these horror movies. Just having sequel after sequel after sequel oh, after yeah. sequel. Um, it's it was Leprechaun was eighty seven, wasn't it? Uh, I, I want to say it was. Yeah, I feel like it was the eighties because Jennifer Aniston doesn't have the nose job yet. She's it's like Jennifer Aniston quantum leap. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, I I can't search it fast enough to actually look it up. I, I think it was maybe it was oh, 90. 1993. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Wow, I was way off on that mm. one. Um but right any before friends, jeez. Same year, I guess. Yeah. Wow. Okay, I was way off. Her and Courtney well, I mean I guess Scream wasn't ninety three. I guess Courtney Cox was on Scream for a while when she was on that, but ninety six. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Scream was yeah. That was anyway. Late. We've 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 gone off topic. We we have gone off topic, but uh, it's it was mostly because I wanted to talk about. Um, uh, I was well, no, I was going to speculate on potentially other uh, '80s properties that might come into play on this. I know we we talked about some in the past, like uh, you know, it was the rumor that it might happen. It seems like that one has come and gone and dies down. Same with the Halloween sequel. Uh, I would love a Killer Clowns from Outer Space house. 
that would be a personal favorite of mine if it could happen. Well, you know they love their clown houses. You know they love their vampire houses. Yeah. So though that's very realistic. I do. I do I believe from following uh, Michael Aiello on Twitter, Mike Aiello, that uh, I, I believe he is a pretty big fan of Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Mm. Have you ever seen that movie? No. Um, Tyler likes it a lot. I think so. Somebody. I think. I think it was Tyler, and he was talking about it a lot recently. And I was like, mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the concept is they are killer clowns from outer space that. <laughs> come down with their little guns and they basically turn people into cotton candy cocoons and then put a straw in and drink their blood out that way okay yeah it's it's a uh, pretty awesome so uh <laughs> but let's go over the other things that they did also announce with this uh the one that wasn't really a surprise given uh, that the awful uh, luck they had last time around at Halloween Horror Nights, as well as uh, then their appearance in the grand opening for Fast and Furious Supercharge. But uh, Academy of Villains will be back for a third year at oh, the event. Good. Yeah. And well, when they came out for the Fast and the Furious opening, I was like, well, they must be on staff at this point. Oh, yeah. It's, I think they are now the go to dance troupe. Uh, for Universal for anything they would ever need. I think they just have a revolving open-door policy. Uh, I am excited that they said they'll be bringing a brand-new show to the event. And uh, hopefully a a stage that actually gets to work this time with a full show. Yeah, uh, of course, if you don't remember or you're new to watching or listening to us since since last year, um, Academy of Villains uh, debuted two years ago, and uh, it was easily one of the best aspects of that year's event last year they ran into a lot of issues because we had the hurricane that ran through central florida and uh it actually did really it damaged uh parts of their their set and it just completely delayed for the first uh first two weeks i think they didn't even have a stage they had like a a mock stage that was set up right in front of the the Universal's horror makeup show. So that was just a complete a complete mess. So yeah, this year they will be back with another brand new show. I'm sure it'll mix in aspects of the the past two shows, some of the more uh, popular routines. Uh, I, I think they they like try to do that, but then add in new elements. Hopefully, it's no more body contortionists or anything like yeah, that. Yuck. That that made me uh, disgusted uh, in last year's show. But uh, if you were wondering where you can expect to see this at Halloween Horror Nights, the stage that they <laughs> use for this is directly across from Mel's and the, the horror makeup show. Again, uh, it's they always put it up for Rock the Universe, and then it gets converted for HHN, and it's a uh, Great area to watch the show, but that's not all, Rhino. Whoa. We were told by Universal that there would be five scare zones this year. How many are there normally? Uh, typically five. So you okay. have the one that when you walk in in Production Central, mm-hmm. then you have the one in New York, mm-hmm. you have the one in Hollywood, mm-hmm. you have the one in Central Park, mm-hmm. and then you have the one in San Francisco. That's right. That's right. So uh, we know there's going to be five returning again for this event. I'm sure roaming hordes and all that will be included as well because, you know, you need people with chainsaws in the street <sighs> scaring the bejesus out uh, of yeah, you. I don't like it. But we actually, in another surprising twist for Halloween Horror Nights and their, their announcing information, we have the first three original scare zones. That's a lot. 
That's a big announcement. Yeah. Oh, no, it's massive. And it caught me off guard. I don't know if other people expected this, but uh, in general, in the past, all of the announcements made throughout the summer are typically just the intellectual property houses. And then when you get to about a month or two off of the event, then Universal will do a full blown post about all the original concepts. We're only three months away from the event. Because it's technically September. So it's June now, July, August, September. It starts September 14th. Yeah, it, it, so it's like, it's crazy to think it feels so far away, but how close it actually yeah, is. Yeah, it's usually when they announce the original information, though, that's usually like the first week of August or maybe like Because people like get less July. excited for the non, the things they don't know, you know? Exactly. They want to they drum up a lot of the excitement with the intellectual property stuff. But uh, yeah, so to already announce one original house and now three original scare zones is mm. just next level bonkers uh which but but i'm excited about it uh, i'm gonna save the best one for last the one that we're probably going to want to discuss the most but let's go over the three scare zones that they announced the first one that we'll talk about is twisted tradition so mm. uh the description for twisted tradition is travel through the forest of central park where an ancient evil has been awakened Halloween has been transformed into an abomination with rotting pumpkins fused with decaying human flesh. Try and escape the grasp of these field fetid, sorry, not field, fetid beings with nothing but the light from rotting jack-o'-lanterns to guide you. So, um, I wonder if the rotting jack-o'-lanterns are the broken jack-o'-lanterns from the trick-or-treat. That's Well, <laughs> and it's clear, right, when they say travel through the forest of Central Park. Where it's going to be in the same yeah. Well, I'm super excited about that because that area decorated, decked out with all those pumpkins I was just like my favorite thing last year. So Yeah, no, it, it really, all the pumpkins up in the tree adds just this really special, uh, special feeling when you walk through this area. So the fact that they're going to put it in Central Park again, have the pumpkins hanging uh, from trees and maybe everywhere all around that, that just seems really, really cool. But then in terms of, uh, in, in terms of the, the theming inside here though, I, you know, it's, it feels like there's just going to be like a lot of like demon type uh characters going around i know it says the decaying human flesh so i'm sure we're gonna see some some you know people like maybe chained up somewhere look like they're rotting during the day they'll be covered up and all that but um it reminds me a little bit the description reminds me a little bit of that peter pumpkin eater house we went through in not scary farm yeah like that, it's giving me that vibe. A little Actually, bit. yeah, that's a. I didn't even think about that immediately yeah. when we read that, but I, I would agree with you. It kind of has that same, uh, that mixture of gross, overly done pumpkins and uh, a demonic aspect to it. So, uh, I. But again, just like we've already said once, I'll say it one more time: the fact that they're bringing back, if if they bring it back in the same way, but have the pumpkins hanging from the trees, and uh, it's just with the fog when that comes in, it just makes. And it looks, it looks good during area. the day, too. So It really does, like yeah. It. No, it adds that Halloween spirit yeah. in for people who might not be going to the event, but they still want to get the, the, the feeling of Halloween as yeah. they're walking around. Decorate I, for the holidays. Yeah. That's why I liked when they, uh, when they had the... Um, I don't the Shady Brook area in Central Park a couple years back. It's like it, the, you know, most of the stuff they brought out right before the event, but it still kind of had a, a Halloween yeah. feel around the area. I, I like when 
when that gets to stay. But then keeping with kind of this classic Halloweenish feel in a way, um, moving from the more demonic, twisted side to uh, more with um, with kind of your whole autumn atmosphere. It's the harvest, and the description for this, according to Universal, is an old barn is the setting of every kind of horror. Its walls are decorated with ominous objects and images from each house, hinting at the horrors to come. Hmm. This barn is not as abandoned as it initially seems, and by the time you realize what lies within, it will be too late. Foul creatures lurk within, ready for a harvest of flesh and screams. Is this going to be on the main strip when you walk in? I don't know. What I... this Because this you're saying that... It's got pictures of horrors from the other houses. Sounds to me like those are going to be the things that populate the area. Like that's what's going to pop out as those pictures come to life or something. Yeah, that's um, that's. I was back and forth between this one, and while I feel like that's that seems like a the right place for it because of that mention the of the house. The despicable me on the left too is like a twisted looking house. So it seems like the street they could do kind of a barn facade yeah. or something. The only reason why I didn't I my speculation was on San Francisco and mm-hmm. not um not as soon as you walk in was just because everyone to get into the park has to go through that main strip. Mm. Um, there's no way of, I mean, I guess, yeah, you can go right and go around Hollywood and stuff, but to me, it feels like, it feels like this area is going to actually have a giant (laughs) barn that you have to walk right through. And, and I mean, to me, it seems like that would cause, that would cause a, uh, a disruption in the flow. But I guess... I guess I'm thinking about it as in from the mindset that they're actually going to put a barn up and then you're going to walk right through. It could be as easily as they just put up two walls on the side and have stuff in I'm there. I'm even just thinking, you know, like where the black shredded ribbon hung in the yeah. street? I'm thinking like from there up is just the top of a barn or whatever. I am sorry. There's no water and I cannot stop coughing. Yeah. Sorry. <coughs> <coughs> oh, we all think you're disgusting. You're coughing. I'm. I sound like <clears throat> sexy Phoebe. Um, getting ready to sing Smelly Cat. So sticky shoe. My, why are you so sticky? Yeah, and uh, but no, it's so this one. I yeah, I I could see it. It's either going to be Production Central or it's going to be. Um, it's going to be probably San Francisco. I can't imagine this being in the New York area. It just seems. I don't feel like they could really make it big and broad enough to to happen. But yeah, you're you're right with ominous objects and images from each house. Uh, it's I would say for sure it's that one. But um, and then the final one, another exciting one, uh, a sequel scare zone of sorts, and that is Vamp eighty five New excited Year's Eve for the uh, New yeah. Year's Eve. Yeah, I didn't even know it's a party. Oh, it is a party. I would. I'm on the eve of my first birthday. Oh yeah, I didn't even. So I, I didn't born, even think about that. Born January first, nineteen eighty five. So it's like, this is what terrible things could have happened right before my first birthday. Yeah, that's. Oh, that's even more exciting for you. So, yeah. 
Before the countdown to midnight has started, it's clear this party has already been crashed, and the streets are running red with blood. You'll enter what looks to be your typical New Year's Eve bash until it's too late. As the ball drops, fanged punks and big-haired vamps will start their feeding frenzy. Yes. Um, is this going to be in New York because of the ball dropping? I Well, that's the one question. I feel like it could be in New York because of being New York and they could put up uh, an actual ball mm-hmm. and have it in that aspect. Leave it but up for it, Christmas if you want to. They they could, but and on the other side of the spectrum, uh, this the when I said this is a sequel of sorts for those of you out of the loop, uh, I think it was two years ago now. It was Vamp Fifty Five in mm-hmm. Hollywood, and uh, it was based around um, kind of Hollywood nineteen fifty five prom night, and it was it was just awesome. It worked really well in this area. So the only thing is they don't really. From what I understand, and I could be way off, and if I am, I don't know that I care for people to inform me, but uh, my friend who used to live in Massachusetts and moved to San Francisco, who wishes me a happy birthday every year, she, I was like, well, how does it work for you guys? Because we're counting down, and it's midnight here, but you still have three hours to go, and she said, it's not, they do it twice there. So, like, the ball dropping is not as big of a deal for people on the West Coast as it is for people on the East Coast. It doesn't mean the same thing. So that's the only reason, because I was thinking like maybe they'd put, you remember when they had Vamp 55 and they had the big float? Exactly. I was thinking maybe they put the ball on the float, but. Yeah, well, and that's that's the only thing that's kind of keeping me leaning towards. Maybe they'll still do it in Hollywood, just because it worked really well there before. Um, while while the theme of kind of the prom in the 50s, that is our stereotypical idea of, of um of the fifties is kind of that California lifestyle. You think of Greece right away. You think of happy days. Like that's, that's where your mind kind of goes to, Mm -hmm. even though I don't think happy days takes place in the Midwest, but uh, regardless, you can easily tell that it's filmed out in California. Um, But yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, I feel like since it did work so well in Hollywood once before, why wouldn't they just try to run with that success? Of where Plus, I feel like New York has been known more or less, I guess, in years of late, has been known to house like the an IP house. I mean, not always because it's like what you said, they did have the Shady Brook one there, but the yeah. Purge is always there. And I would be pretty surprised if there's not a Purge this year or two because there's a movie coming out. Yeah, uh, well, that's a good point. But uh, a lot of times with New York, uh, you know, they have had other um, other original concepts in there before they had the one a couple of years ago about the uh oh that's right yeah. one uh oh so never mind and, i don't but, know what i'm talking about well no you know you you are correct to an extent it has been it has been used for the purge quite a bit but uh it's the only thing and it was used for walking dead uh as well too so i i understand where you're coming from with that uh my thing with with it being in New York is usually New York is made up of like multiple stages all throughout mm-hmm. the area. And this doesn't offer a lot of opportunities for that sort of storytelling, at least in my, my mind, my mind, I, I initially go straight back to what vamp 55 was and think about it in that same aspect. Yeah, very that makes sense. Close and all, all brought together. And with this, I kind of see it as the same thing too. It's a new year's party with all these vampires out and just out and about and looking to the ball, which easily could be rolled out on a float and put right up in the middle. So 
Uh, that's the only reason why I go with that. When you start doing it in New York, it's so big and spread out. Yeah. It just, I don't know if it will have the same intimacy. That's a good point. Yeah. Good point. But, but yeah, so I, like, starting as of this point, I would say my opinion is Vamp 85 will still be in Hollywood, uh, just like Vamp 55 was. Uh, the Harvest, I... You know, I'm sure they'll work a way out, but yeah, it's probably going to be in Production Central and Twisted Tradition. We already know it's going to be in Central Park, so that's not really a guess. But beyond that, that's all we know about the event. Those those three houses, three scare zones, and one show. So there's still a whole lot more information to come out. And uh, if you don't even know when Halloween Horror Nights 28 is happening, it is happening uh, starting on September 14th and runs 34 select nights through November 3rd. So that is uh, a lot of a lot of fun coming up here very soon. As Rhino said, just a couple months away. So um, that's actually all we really have for this episode. So I'm not going to keep going on and on about nothing else. So uh, you know there there are other things that we could talk about, but uh, we probably won't until. Uh, later on, so you know, we we they had the debut of Blue over at yeah. Jurassic Park. So, yeah. but I haven't had the chance to get over there to see Blue yet. So I don't feel comfortable really talking about the experience of of getting over there to meet Blue until I actually get the opportunity to. So that'll come at a later time. And then the the one uh, the new donut at Voodoo Donut uh, probably have to get out there. So we might have to have a park based episode coming up here. Which would work out since I'm going on vacation uh, to do a nice uh, one that we record a little bit early. But we don't have a choice. When do you leave next Thursday? <laughs> I leave next Thursday. Yeah, so, you're so right. we don't yep. have a choice. We're not doing that. Oh, we might do the question and answer show. We, so then the following week, because you're gone for two Thursdays, that can be that. Exactly. There you go. That's what we'll go with. Yeah. But yeah, so thank you, Rhino, so much for having this conversation with me. A mm-hmm. lot of fun, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. the faculty talk. <laughs> yes, it was. for uh, To check out our new faculty podcast. I don't, we're yeah. not doing that. <laughs> yeah, to check out the Diz Unplugged faculty edition, <laughs> uh, make sure you go to disunplugged.com. But seriously, thank you everyone out there for listening and watching to this. Uh, if you need more uh, information, if you want to le- actually read about this on our site, we pretty much summarized it and said more. So I don't know why you would need to but if you feel the need to you can find the link to this at on our show notes page disunplugged.com that's the home for the show notes of this show all the others on the disunplugged podcast network along with uh links to our social media channels facebook uh twitter and instagram and so much more good information so you can always check that out and if you're watching this on YouTube, as always, make sure you are subscribed, leaving comments down below about what you think and hitting that thumbs up button if you enjoyed it. If you're listening to this on iTunes, please make sure you are subscribed to us and rating and reviewing us. But thank you again, Rhino. Thank you, everyone out there. And uh, oh, I forgot because we're doing this live. I can't put in all the stuff in post. So I have to uh, have the, the intro and outro all put in together. And I had the intro ready to go. I didn't have the outro ready to go. So now that's a new tactic called stalling. (laughs) But we'll see you again next week with another episode. Until then, remember, no resolution.